Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Albion Obsessed podcast, episode 18 now. That's amazing. Yeah. We're so old. Um, but today I am joined by the wonderful Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello. Tom, or the exiled seagull. Hello. You weren't, you weren't exiled. You came back for a little bit, though. I did. Yeah. That's why I got rid of it from my little name tag. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Aaron, I believe, but his name's covered up by the logo. It is by the logo, yes. Yeah. yeah. Even How all. are we? Are we Are we all right? Are we good? Yeah, all, all good, good, mate. Yeah. How are you? Hey, feeling good? Good, yeah. Better after the game yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's been a it's been a crazy week. Um, so, well, it's been a crazy festive period, really. Um, yeah. mm. Seven points from a possible nine. Uh, scoring how how many goals have we scored? Six goals in the last yeah. three games, which mm. is a little bit of a dream. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the most surprising is scoring three goals in a game for the first time this season. Which, two in the first um, half as well. Exactly. Well, good. one after three minutes, which was that's our very quickest surprising. goal in the Premier League. I believe. Is it? Mm. Well, I think so. yeah. Ever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They put oh. that out today on their Twitter, I believe. Mm. There you go. What a lovely accolade for Alexis. Then, exactly. by the way, that man needs to start every single game. Yeah. Um, but we'll get into the ins and outs of everything. <clears throat> Um, very shortly indeed. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, um, how was your guys' New Year celebrations? All good? Didn't drink too yeah, much? Yeah, all good. Nope. Don't remember Nothing most at of all. it, mate. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. No, it was all right. Well, was made even better by, as we say, our first ever three points at Goodenson Park in the Premier League. Um, a, a crazy game. Um, so much happened in that game that, uh, you know, yeah, we're going to have to just get into it and, and talk about it. Um, first of all, Tom, when the team lineup came out, was you surprised to see Lamptey dropped? Or yeah, I was. Um, I it would. I think I expected rotation. Um, I expected Webster and Trossard to come back into the side, but I was surprised to see um, one of those changes to be at the expense of uh, Carrot Lamptey. Um, but. You know, we, we went out there with the team that Potter put out and it just shows what a clever manager he is because um, we packed the midfield um, and, you know, the first half was was just very well, very a very tactical, um, you know, half from us. We just did everything we needed to do. We could have gone into halftime, maybe three, four nil up, um, if we're honest. Um, but I think yeah. Potter got his tactics absolutely spot on. Um so even though surprised to see, as I say, the likes of Lamptey dropped, um, you know, I, I've got to the point now where I trust Potter. So when we play these players out of position or he drops someone, he think, how can you drop them? Because I was surprised that Moda didn't start as well and Solly because um, they had really good games against Chelsea. Um, yeah. But as I say, I've got to the point now where I trust the process. I trust Potter. Whatever he team he puts out, I trust to get a result. Yeah, obviously a wonderful start um, to the game, um, scoring after three minutes. Curtis, you pointed out uh, that that was our fastest ever Premier League goal, um, which is um, great uh, for Alexis McAllister. Um, so yeah, an amazing start, and I, it took me by surprise a little bit. I didn't. I, I saw all your guys' messages first. Um, before I saw, um, obviously, that we scored. So I, I got, got to prep myself a little bit to watch that lovely flowing move. Um, Aaron, what did you make of the goal? It was it was vintage Pogba, wasn't it, really? <clears throat> I, I, I had to watch the second half. I, I missed the first half, but I saw the uh, 
saw the goal on Twitter at half time. It was just it was just vintage potable, wasn't it? You know, we kept the ball well, we played a lovely switch of play, and then all of a sudden Morpace just cushioned it down to uh to Mikasa. It was a great cushion, by the way. What what a header that was, by the way, Cass. Yeah. Right into his path and he just took out two defenders. And a great finish as well, because that's that's never easy for a striker, or you know, even a striker, any sort of attacking player, to to finish under that sort of pressure with Pickford coming out like he was. So a very good finish and wonderful team move. Probably the best team move, probably either since Leeds last year or Stoke with Izquierdo. But I think the Stoke one was probably better because that was that was a pure feel for that goal. Yeah. Pure feel. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so many good goals to choose from recently. Obviously, we had Malpe against yeah. Brentford. Um, obviously, uh, the, the second goal, which we'll get onto a little bit later. Um, but uh, let's just uh, just have Curtis touch on the goal. I obviously, pointed out that uh, it was a lovely team move um, and, and prime potable. Uh, how nice is it to finally see um, these moves coming together and, and have a, a finishing touch at the end of it? Yeah, I mean, it's nice. It's been nice to see Mope not be as selfish this season. I think he's been uh, feeding his team a bit more, um, which has been which has been nice. Um, but it was just so well put together and everything. And I, I, it pleases me to know that McAllister might be this attacking midfielder that we've been looking for. You know, I, I, someone else that can put the balls in the net uh, because it, sh- it shouldn't it shouldn't just be on the striker all the time. You know, everyone's gonna want to have to score a goal and that's mm. it's good to see that the team's up for it recently so yeah definitely he's proven that he can be that goal scoring midfielder for us and mm-hmm. um, he scored a good few goals for us in in his um time with us uh, i think for this season i liked that burnley goal he scored i think it was against yeah burnley. that was yeah. that was a beaut yeah. I, I think neil i think neil was about to tuck that away but McAllister just nipped in there before him yeah. i'm sure neil was a little bit annoyed with him. <laughs> um can't, can't complain when it goes in the back of the net really um yeah so it's great to see as you say curtis that hopefully he will be that um additional creator yeah, yeah, and and people are saying it all over Twitter as well that, that this guy has to start um, in, in the future. Um, mm. And for me, um, after the, the few performances he has put in, um, I feel like he should be one of the first names on the team sheet. Um, what <laughs> one of the names that Tom didn't include, I think, was it? <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't include him in my. It's it's it's, it's really tough um, because as, as I said, I thought Trossard would be coming back. Um, and I, I just didn't know how we were going to set up. You never know with Potter. So, no, he wasn't in my uh, starting 11, but he sure as hell showed me wrong, didn't he? So, uh, <laughs> don't mind being well, wrong. <laughs> and that's, that's just football for you. Um, yeah. it, it can go either way. Um, and yeah, just touching on the second goal because I'm quite excited to see how Aaron feels about this. Oh, I love that the goal man, so much, by the, the way. The myth, oh. the legend at the back post. Daniel Byrne, Aaron, talk I, uh, I, I screamed like a little kid when I heard it on the radio. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, uh, awful defending. I'm gonna point to state the obvious right now. The defending for that goal was atrocious. Um, but I've told I've been saying this since the start of December. The, the guy is a thank you, Curtis. The guy is a the guy is a god amongst us mortal men, and uh, he, pro- he proved it yet again. And not even with the goal, his performance in general has been was superb. Um, yeah. And it seems like we talk about this every week at the moment, just how good 
Dan Burns has been, how good, you know, he's just been from out of, not out of nowhere, I guess, but he's, I think he's playing in his position, which is center off. You know, if, if we didn't sign Crew Correa, he would have still been at left wing back and we would not be having this conversation right now. But with a, with him in his position, natural position, which he's played at a Wigan, he's played at a Fulham, he just looks like a completely different player. He looks like a prime Maldini. <laughs> Can confirm. Well, Dan Byrne, clean sheet against Brentford, pocketed Lukaku, scores against Everton. What a yeah, he's made Lukaku not want to play for Chelsea anymore. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> well, to be fair, if, you, if you're up against Byrne, you just want to leave the league straight away, wouldn't you, really? You're like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get nothing out of him. Yeah, you're, you're like, two Jesus games. Christ, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you get it. He's so high up, I can't even see who it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. the, the assist for the goal. From the Wepu, yeah, that was, yeah. That oh, was good. He was great yeah. as well yesterday. Yeah, two, two amazing assists. Uh, obviously, mm. we'll, we'll come on to the second one a little bit uh, later. Um, but the, the flick header, um, which took the whole Everton team out of yeah, the equation. Over everyone. <laughs> yeah, and then and then there's Dan Byrne, um, just ready to stick it in the back of the net. And he mm. hasn't had the best of fortunes in front of goal um, for us. I, I know when he first um, started playing for us, he had a few offsides. Yeah. Um, which I really think he himself when he scored it, you know. Before yeah, he ran off. He was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, "What do I do?" <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's just great to see. Um, obviously, he was rewarded. I don't know if you guys play it, but on, on FIFA, he was rewarded with uh, a lovely team of the week item. I saw. Um, it. Will he get a second one this week? We'll find out. <laughs> yes, um, yes, he, he should. He do. Um, but he I should, think, especially yeah. McAllister. So I think McAllister yeah. will get one for sure. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, that's that's the exciting nerdy thing out of the way for me because I just love Brighton special cards. Um, yeah, obviously then after we went two 0 up, uh, we gave away a penalty. It was Enoch and Wapu who um, made the challenge on on Gordon. Um, for me, I don't, let, let's just put this out there. For me, it was definitely a penalty. Tom, what do yeah. you think? I think at the time I was a bit. Bearing in mind, I'm watching this on the M25 on my phone. Um, at the time, I was like, nah, it's a show. Not driving, time. not driving, not oh, driving. No, 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 no. Just for our point out there for you, mate. My wife was kind enough uh, to drive us back so I could uh, to listen and attempt to watch the game uh, with uh, intermittent internet. But uh, no, the, at first I thought, nah, it's a shoulder barge. But then upon seeing it back with better internet connection, I think... If that had happened against us, I would be fuming. So, um, yeah, it's yeah. fair dues. Um, it was a silly thing to do because, um, you know, there was no... I know it was in the penalty area, but I didn't th- perceive there to be a threat at the time. Um, so, yeah, silly challenge. Yeah, he was going away from goal for sure. Um, mm. And it, something that we've been defending really well is crosses into the box, I think. Um, yeah. especially in open play at the moment. Um, so, yeah, he it, he didn't have to make that challenge. Aaron, was it a penalty for you? Uh, yes, but I can understand why the ref didn't give it straight away. For, for me, when I first... Same as Tom, really. When I first saw it, because I, I, I only literally just watched the uh, watched the penalty miss about 10 minutes, 15 minutes ago. And I, when I saw it, I was like, no, shoulder to shoulder, didn't really look much wrong with that. Watch it slow motion, but then watch it slow motion, and then you can clearly see he's just there's no need for it. Yeah. 
Like it's more of a shove in the back than shoulder to shoulder. And uh, yeah, so that that's that's the reason why it was given a hundred percent. Like like I said, I can understand why it wasn't at first. Yeah. Um, but then you know that's what VAR is there for. Really, it makes a change from you getting used correctly than what it has been the majority of this weekend. So makes a yeah. change. Yeah. Exactly that. And Curtis, you, uh, when I was asking the question, you said, yeah, definitely a penalty. Uh, so no qualms with that one. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, immediately I was just like, oh, bloody hell, yeah, that's that's a pen. You know, you just realise it, like, bugger. Um, yeah. But, you know, luckily enough, uh, they missed. So that's good. That is true. Uh, and mm. uh, as I was saying before, my microphone cut out earlier in the podcast, Um Sanchez, uh, I don't think Aaron has saved the penalty for us yet in the Premier League. Has he is he? not, no. No, he so I wasn't, I wasn't filled with confidence. But to be fair to him, he actually went the right way um, and his hand wasn't too far away from it. What no. did you think from a goalkeeper's perspective? It's just a lottery, isn't it, with penalties? Yeah. So it's one of the, I suppose, different from my level to obviously professional level where you will study certain things. But with Calvert-Lewin, he's not played for God knows how long. Yeah. So it'd be difficult, to, difficult to do that. You look back; him and Roberts would have done work on penalty, uh, penalty takers throughout every team, all, and we certainly would have gone over. Probably would have been gone over Saturday evening, possibly even Sunday morning on the way way to the game. But like I say, it's a lottery. It's a lottery as a keeper. You pick your side. If you go the right way, you go the right way, and if you don't, you don't. It's just. Keeper, it, keepers always in a, a sort of a, a no lose situation in pennies because if you save it, you're a hero, and if it goes in, you couldn't really do much about it unless it is an absolute clanger. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and obviously, um, to our surprise, um, he actually missed the penalty, Tom. Yeah, I was, um, I was as surprised as anyone. I think probably showed that he hasn't played for a while. I'm surprised that they chose. DCL to take it considering he hadn't played a game um, but I suppose if he's their penalty taker he's their penalty taker but it was um, I don't know if he turned up to a rugby game because I think uh, that was like <laughs> what you'd see between the posts at rugby um, but no uh, you know thank goodness for uh, from our point of view that um, it was a really poor penalty um, you know we, we, we managed to keep you know the score to 2-0 going into half time which I think was really important because yeah. Everton Hadn't really showed up in the first half, um, but you could guarantee that they'd come out in the second half and they would be a damn sight better than they were, um, which ultimately happened. Yeah, exactly. When we went in uh, for, for that second half, uh, sorry, for half time, um, I was thinking, well, much like every Brighton fan was thinking, just more of the same, 45 to go. You know, Surely the performance levels can't drop that much. To, to warrant us to lose this game or even let them come back in and draw it. Um, but as you say, Everton did come out with, with a little bit of spirit um, and pushed us all the way. Um, and the second half performance from them was was 10 times better. I mm. thought they were really, really poor in the first half and no surprises that the Everton fans uh, booed them as they, as they walked in. I wonder um, if that'll be in the national news. Well, exactly. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I constantly thought for weeks and weeks afterwards. As well. Still being mentioned now. <laughs> yeah, somebody even mentioned it um, this morning, I think, and I, I saw that. Um, yeah. Tweeted back and said, you know, are we still on this, really? Um, but whatever. Oh, Joe, um, before we go any further, I just want to say that the dress is gold and white, by the way. 
Oh, it's it's absolutely not. Sorry, this is this is a This is a Twitter spat. Um, we, I shared again the blue and black it's dress. Blue and black. I tell you what, absolutely. I was. Not. I know we're completely digressing, but earlier I looked at it, and as I looked at it, it changed from white and gold to blue and black. As I was looking at it, I was like, "Man, are you lot blind?" That's the all human eye is just incredible. Hold on. Oh my god, it is white and gold. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, where were we talking about Everton coming back out in the second half? Um, I thought Gordon was a real threat to us. Mm. Um, I, I put on the group chat. I really didn't like him. And uh, Curtis yeah. said, "Yeah, that, he's a good player, though." And I was like, "That's why I don't like yeah. him." <laughs> um, I thought he was going to be the guy to ruin our day, um, score a hat trick. He was looking that way as well. Yeah, it was. He caused us all sorts of problems. And Everton, I think, were very lucky that they had him on the pitch um, because I don't think they would have created much more um, without him. To be honest. Uh, I don't know what you guys think, but yeah, he he scored. He, he got the um, got the goal to make it two one. Um, mm. And it was then a huge we... deflection, though. Yeah. To be fair, it was. The line, um, you know, dangling foot. He was still creating stuff all game. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, so you know, it's it's a if you have have a shot, you've got at least a small chance of it going in. Deflection yeah. happens. Sanchez was fuming. <laughs> uh, saw him punch the ground. Uh, you would be with that, um, but yeah, we, we we found it within us to step up the f- performance again. Potter changed the shape really well. I thought brought on Tarek Lamptey um, to to provide that extra width. Shane Duffy as well, um, and yeah, let's just talk about that th- uh, third goal from Alexis McAllister. Um, again, Enoch and Wepu with with a fantastic assist. Um, and I think the net almost came off of its hinges, uh, Tom. <laughs> it was, it was incredible. It was just the, the again. It was. It all starts with Dan Byrne. Dan Byrne's interception. He comes out of defence, picks up the ball, and it's just. It's just once again. It's just prime potable. You know, I just want to point out every every time you mention prime Dan Byrne, li- little Aaron's <laughs> face. Yeah. It just it just lights up and this. Oh, I'm so pr- I'm so so proud of him. <laughs> Sorry, it, was, I mean, it, it all starts with Dan Burns interception, yeah. and then it's a lovely ball in by Trossard. That back heel was was just utter filth. You know, to have yeah. the, the have the confidence to do that, and then obviously the goal was was just was in- incredible, brilliant goal. Um, yeah, when when we got we went three one up, I was like yes. Um, and then... Yeah, I, I just missed it. I was looking at my phone, like, I was just just scrolling, or my brother went goal. I went, oh right, yeah, yay! <laughs> <laughs> then of course, Brilliant. in classic Brighton fashion, it's like being a Brighton fan from like five years ago. We conceded almost straight away. Mm. Yeah, but that's that the goal was because the goal. I think that's a potential goal of the season contender right there. I think mm. we've had quite a few over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, two in that game, to be fair, because the team move for the first one yeah. was absolutely yeah. delicious. Um, yeah. Are we going to miss? Are we going to miss out the the main goal of the season, or are we just going to ignore that one? What Dan Burn? Dan Burn header at the back post. <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal, goal of the season right there. I don't end, end the poll. He was asked in an interview which goal was better, his or um, McAllister's, and he went, yeah. fine, obviously. Yeah, obviously, yeah, of course. 
What a guy. Also, we just touched on Dan Byrne as well. Yeah, Sorry, course, course, go on. but I was about to say, we've got to talk about the assist again to set up that third goal because it was just so nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Weku again. again. Mm. Uh, I tweeted out on Albion Obsessed this morning. Um, three assists in three games for him. Um, all of them world class as well. Um, yeah. You know the the, the pass to, to Trossard, the the flick, the the back heel. It's just unreal, and he's proving to be such a shrewd signing. Yeah, um, he is, isn't he, Aaron? He is, isn't he, Aaron? <laughs> Not gonna, I'm not going to comment. The Fatrosa one was over here. He got very lucky. But other than that, uh, yeah, he has played quite well. He has, he has played well. He has played well. Everyone has, yeah. though, to be fair. Everyone has. Yeah. And credit where credit is due. <clears throat> last last three games has been superb. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm not even going to not even gonna moan. Or I did see that tweet and went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, no. Credit where credit is due. Yeah, there you go. Um but yeah, uh, I was just going to touch on Dan Byrne again. Um, after the, the the game, I saw a, a lovely tweet that he'd given his shirt away to a, a nice oh, yeah. a, a young fan, which was Shouldn't absolutely be. brilliant. Um, <laughs> Aaron's fuming. I would have loved to see um, a picture of Aaron in the big shirt like that. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have cried. To be fair, Curtis, I probably would have cried. <laughs> brilliant. Maybe Joe when oh. we're at the Hawthorns, if Dan Byrne plays, we can be like, Dad. Dan, can we have your shirt? Give a shirt, to, give a shirt to my son, and you're holding up Aaron like that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're taking. Who the hell's going to hold me up? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, but yeah, as you said, Aaron, the last three games have been absolutely phenomenal, um, and yeah. we, we're we are in dreamland again. Uh, you know, we're, we're 16 points away from the relegation zone. Uh, we're in eighth place in the Premier League going into 2022. Um, we're, we're looking up towards Manchester United. Um, West Ham, uh, those European places that it's it's really not out of the question. Um, people were laughing at us at the start of the season when, when we were saying it, and yes, it was maybe a bit more of a joke, but to be honest, um, it can happen. Um, Tony Bloom wants us to be a top 10 Premier League club all the time, um, so why can't we compete at this level? Um, and, and it's shown over the last three games that we can. Obviously, Brentford have done really well this season. Um, and then going up toe-to-toe with the European champions and playing them completely off uh, off of the pitch. Um, and then Everton, they're not a bad side um, at all. Um, we mentioned, obviously, they've been benitez um, a little bit. But um, you still have to beat what's in front of you. And it's, it's absolutely wonderful to see. Obviously, we've got a little bit of a break now going into the FA Cup. Um which me and Tom will be there. Uh, we're we're going to be doing a little vlog, so come say hi and we'll get your predictions on, on the camera and we'll get you on the channel. So, um, yeah, it's going to be great fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess i just ask you guys for your man of the matches uh, f- for the Everton game. Hmm. I can hear the brains ticking. I mean, well, I, I think it's going to have to be Alexis, I think, purely just for scoring two of the goals. Yeah. I, um, but also, everyone, make sure you book your tickets for the European tour we'll be taking. Uh, <laughs> don't forget to do that. Uh, no, but honestly, I just think Alexis, he was just really, really, really good. When he wasn't even scoring, he was just good. So, yeah. His all round yeah, game was decent. Round. Yeah. Um, yeah. McAllister, Kukurea, another Kukurea was very game. Good. Mm-hmm. Muepu, decent. Uh, obviously, Big Dan Byrne. 
again, I think Dan Burns' performance was pretty decent because, again, you know, he had to mark a, a really good striker in Calvert-Lewin, who, you know, again, we've said that he, he's been off for a while, but he's still a really dangerous attacker. And once again, he's come up and he's he's done his job really well and he got a goal. So, for me, it's, it's pro- it is McAllister, but similar to Chelsea, there are just so many players that you could point to and say they've had a really good game. The yeah, only player exactly. that I thought didn't have the best game was Lalana, mm-hmm. um, but I think I don't know why that was. Um, but I thought he had a really good game against Chelsea, and I know a lot of fans are giving him a lot of hate at the moment, which I find a bit bizarre. Didn't have the best game against Everton, but he wasn't terrible. No, anyway. no absolutely not. Um, yeah, maybe a little bit quieter than he normally is. Um, I remember the commentator mentioning that he was a boyhood Everton fan um, and there you go he scored for Everton lovely imagine that getting booed mm. by the club that you used to support brilliant um, Aaron who was your man of the match uh, yeah like, uh, no Alexis McAllister no Alexis <laughs> Alexis this isn't the down this isn't the downburn podcast if it was it'd be great um, <laughs> Uh, I couldn't get anything better than talking about Dan Byrne for 50 minutes every every sort of three or four days. It'd be great. Um, but no, yeah, McAllister for me. He, he was superb. Superb. Two goals, two really well-taken goals, and just an overall good performance. An overall very good Christmas period, which is unusual for us. We normally struggle at Christmas. Yeah. So we, we take those. We do take those. And we got, like I said, we got West Brom uh, Saturday. Uh I would imagine quite a few changes. I'd imagine it'd be similar to the Carling Cup, uh, sorry, Carabao Cup, sorry, living in the past. Okay. Um, so quite similar teams to uh, the teams we put out in that competition. Uh, so really, focus will really be on the Friday the 14th. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I am... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nervous already, and it's still weeks out. Yeah, yeah the, the the best part is that the the full time whistle when we've either you know not lost or beaten them heavily. Yeah, after um, the uh, Dan Burn hat trick no. that secures us to win. Um... <laughs> oh man, I'm that, just going to call this. That, that right there would be. Jeez. I think I'm just going to change the name of our podcast to Dan Burn Obsessed. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I might change my Twitter handle to that. To be fair, <laughs> do it, do it. Um, yeah, um, as you say, we've got the old enemy next in the Premier League um, after our trip to the Hawthorns. And as you say, really nervous for that one. Um, it's it's a weird time to, to be playing them on a, on a Friday night at eight o'clock. I think we you touched on it, Aaron, uh, a few podcasts ago that the police is going to be a, a little bit horrific and uh, yeah. not the best time to, to play there. Um but yeah, how were you feeling, Curtis, ahead of that one? I don't know, man. I always get. I, I'm never sure when it comes to the Palace games because it, it just it never feels like we, we play very well against them anymore. Um, <laughs> when it when it comes to Palace games, I, I, mm. I'm going to try and remain confident. No, um, yeah, yeah. I think we'll win. I think we'll win. Yeah. We'll take that. Obviously, they don't have the crybaby um, playing. He's he's going to the African Cup of Nations, um, so I, I I will be glad that he's not on the pitch because yes. he always turns up against us and always yeah, scores. He likes um, to score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Tom, how are you feeling? Oh, sorry, Aaron. I would say he 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 
he doesn't he scored he doesn't turn up <laughs> he's only turned he's only turned up twice against us in the play in the playoffs and a couple of years back yeah I mean, he scores he doesn't do anything right? no. he generally just sits there winds like a little bitch and then does nothing <laughs> yeah. so, no I agree uh, with Aaron he, he winds he, he loves he loves the occasion but then as soon as you, anyone puts a tackle on him he falls over and cries a lot um, so I won't be sorry to see him not there um, but for me I think we won't we won't have Basuma because he's he's obviously off to the Cup, uh, Africa Cup of Nations but that being said I think what we saw in Basuma's absence um, through suspension that actually we can continue without him. Yes, he's a very good player. We saw that against Chelsea. Definitely top-tier midfielder in the Premier League. However, I do have, again, like I said earlier, I have faith that Potter will put out a good team. Um, I know the result last time at the Amex wasn't great, but we did play them off the park. You know, we absolutely battered them. Mm-hmm. I think we've just got to be careful. Um, I think... I might. I, I think of the last couple of times we played them, almost in every single game they get a penalty. You know, one of them will fall over in the box. It's, so it's just about being sensible. It's about being clever. I think Vieira's got them playing some nice football, to be fair. But I also think they are vulnerable. And I think that if we keep playing with the confidence and just the professionalism that we've been playing with as of late, I think... Again, it's one of those games where I can see us coming away with three points if we turn up. Yeah, definitely. Do you think we'll see a shift in Palace performance? Because whenever they do play against us, obviously Zaha gets them up for it. He knows what the game's about. It it seems like to me that most of the time he's the only one in the Palace squad that actually cares about that fixture. So do you think we'll we'll see a a different Crystal Palace? But that might actually help them because I think sometimes... In derby games, it can be, it can put an extra lot of pressure on on the players on the pitch. So it might actually help them if their players couldn't give a toss. Um, obviously, it just depends because you know we know that Lewis, like the likes of Lewis Dunk, Solly March, you know they get it. You know because they're bro- they're Sussex lads. Webster, he'll probably get it as well. He might not be like from Brighton; he's from Chichester, but he, he'll still yeah. probably understand. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But if the Palace players don't really care that that might actually um, help them out because there might not be as much pressure on them um but it's all about keeping them quiet if you keep them quiet score early the palace fans will quickly get on their backs and then i think that's when you know you've uh you know you've got a chance to you know see out the game um we just don't want an excuse to let them back into the game um i think it's all about keeping them quiet for as long as possible um just refusing them back into the game yeah, there have been a few silly uh, challenges in, in the previous games in and around the box that um, haven't pleased me very much. Obviously, we gave away a penalty um, against Everton. We probably should have uh, conceded a penalty against Chelsea. Um, depends, obviously, what way you look at it. Um, but, yeah, I feel like um, we're getting a bit too, I don't know, clumsy. Uh, I think is the word I'm trying to find. So mm-hmm. hopefully that can be stamped out. Obviously th- these mistakes are there to be made so you can correct them. Um, so as long as they are corrected, I won't have uh, any any more issues with that. Um, but it's a huge game. Um, you know, Graham Potter's been here long enough to know what this game means to the fans. Um, he's He's been here long enough to know that um, obviously we don't normally turn up against them. 
Um, so let's hope to see uh, a, a similar performance to what we saw in lockdown, um, but hopefully, obviously, a different result. Um, because as you say, Tom, we did batter them. Um, and how great would that be to see that um, on uh, with a full Amex, um, the crowd roaring behind them? Because I'm sure if we had the full crowd um, in that lockdown game, uh, we, we would have been the 12th man to, to see us yeah. pull that goal into the net. Uh, sorry, pull that ball into the net and, and come away with uh, three points. Um, so, yeah, I'm very nervous for it, but should be good times. Um, it's, the, it's the game I hate the most, this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, there's, there's, I, I know quite a few Palace fans. I, I play football with a couple of them, and it's just it, it's just always yeah, <laughs> it's just always a horrible, horrible game. I think I've only seen us beat them beat them once at the Amex, which was Glenn Murray scoring with his penis, uh, <laughs> which was uh, ra- ra- rather rather amusing right in front of us in the North Stand, mm. and uh, yeah. It, I hate it with a passion. And I know what Tom said. There's some players in that dressing room that might not get it in the Sellers. Uh, but one of the guys I used to play football with, um, his brother is a Palace kit man. And uh, yeah, they know what it means. They, they, they know what it means. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's um, not very promising. But uh, oh well. We'll see what happens. Um, I've seen us beat Palace twice at the Amex. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't at the St. Patrick's Day Massacre, um, but I was there for the, the 3-1 and Doné uh, run from the halfway line and uh, the, the one where he scored with his bits um, as well, uh, which was amazing. 90th minute, wasn't it? No, almost, yeah, almost. Was yeah. that the cup game? Yeah, FA yeah. Cup game. Yeah. Steven scored and then uh, Murray scored in the last minute. Yeah, and it went to VAR and we were all crapping ourselves because I think that was the first ever use of VAR. It was, um, yeah, it was. Um, it's long ago now. Yeah, yeah, um, crazy. Um, but as we said um, earlier on in the podcast, we do have an FA Cup trip to get uh, through before we play the old enemy um, at the Hawthorns against West Bromwich Albion. Um, so, what are we feeling for that one, guys? Uh, as you say, Aaron, we might be fielding a, 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 a I don't want to say a weaker team, um, but I'll, I'll say our promising uh, prospects. Yeah, I'd, I'd expect a lot of a lot of changes. I'd expect you'll probably see Stealing goal. Then you'll probably have you know Roberts and you know Co making the sort of FA Cup games first. Obviously, playing in the Carling. Carabao Cup. Um, <laughs> mate, I'm so stuck in the olden days, it's a joke. Um, and then you'll see, like, I hope Ferguson may get a start and maybe yeah. Welbeck as well, because it'd be good to get him some match time on his way back from injury. Uh, midfield, I think I think the centre-backs will be where we'll see the most change, I, I would imagine. Cause, you know, obviously, you, you want to try and rest as many players as possible, realistically. So you'd want, I would probably play four at the back with probably Veltman right back and then you would have probably I'd imagine go Duffy Roberts and and someone at left back probably I'd probably put a youngster in there to be honest and then the midfield midfield three of some again handful of youngsters maybe start Leonard then just sort of sort of mix and match you want to don't want to put too much inexperience in there because otherwise it's a bit unfair on them. 
Mm. Um, but you don't want to put your full strength 11 out because, you know, like you said, we've got a massive game coming up on the Friday. Yeah, exactly that. Um, Curtis, have you got much the same view? Would you rather see our youngsters play? Um, yeah, I think a good mixture of the both would be good. I'd like to see Richards play. <clears throat> I think that'd be, that'd be good because I know he's been benched for us a few times and I think yeah. he could use the game time. Um, but yeah, I pretty much agree with, with everything Aaron said there. So, yeah. Fair enough. Um, and Evan Ferguson, Tom, do you think this will be his chance to shine? I hope so. Um, I've said it before on the pod. I've said it on Twitter loads. I don't think we've got the depth up front. So I think that I think he's the only unless you're going to play Mope, he's the you know he's the only one you've got. Um, I wouldn't risk starting Welbeck personally. I'd probably bring him on in the second half just to get minutes under his belt. Um, so yeah, yeah, you, you pretty much have to start Ferguson or some of the other uh, you know under 23s. I think we'll probably see the likes of Gross um, back in there, Duffy, Steely, uh, Richards, perhaps Roberts, Ed Turns maybe. Um, so I think Potter will go for a reasonably strong 11, um, but I wouldn't imagine we'll see like the likes of Mope or Trossard, I don't think, or Lamptey, I don't think he'll risk them. Um, I'm just looking forward to seeing the game, if I'm, if I'm honest. Um, as I said on the last pod, I haven't been to a game since pre, pre-COVID, so even though the Hawthorns is cold as hell, I'm just looking forward to it, mate. Yeah, no, it's going to be good. Um, I hope we take it relatively seriously. I do want to make that trip to see uh, a somewhat decent display and hopefully some goals. Um, but uh, yeah, I think there will be a, a good few youngsters in there. Um, I, I do hope that Evan Ferguson gets his chance. He's featured on the bench, I think, in the last um, good few Premier League um, games as well. So that's been uh, obviously a fantastic experience for him. Um, but how good will it be to finally be in, in the squad um, and, and play um, and hopefully show us what you can do? Um, obviously, as you mentioned, Tom, we are a little bit limited up front at the moment. Aaron Connolly's just gone out on loan uh, to Middlesbrough, um, which Aaron <laughs> is delighted about. Um, but I would imagine if he didn't go out on loan, he would be starting um, tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Next okay. week. Sorry, my brain's fried. Um <laughs> So, yeah, uh, we will see for sure. Uh, but as you say, Tom, just really looking forward to getting to an away game. I haven't been to an away game since Liverpool um, when we lost 4-0, I think, in our first season in the Premier League. So, yeah, yeah it'd be nice to, to have that experience and um, uh, get in amongst the, the hardcore fans again because uh, the, the limbs this season have been brilliant. Uh, and I, I hope we can be part of that. <laughs> I hope we could be part of it. You we, know, we could start any, the limbs, Joe. It would just be me and you. Anything could happen. You know, if we got to score a last-minute equaliser or last-minute winner or something like that, um, I'm. You know, it, it's a game of football, and uh, if if we score a 90th minute winner oh, against yeah, anyone, yeah. I would be going mental. So, yeah. um, at the end of the day, it's my team, and if we score that late on in that dramatic fashion. I'm sure there will be limbs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but Joe, you're not you're not allowed to celebrate those goals. Nope. No, not you're allowed. Not but you can celebrate hypothetical goals now. That's okay. As we oh, have just saw okay. from the West Ham Palace game, it's okay to celebrate the performance and the goals that might have been. That's perfectly fine. But if you <laughs> score in goals. the last ninety something minutes, get an equaliser. No. Can't do that. No, 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 no. Well, I surprisingly saw them celebrating when they made it two three. 
Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Surely not. It? They were that still be... losing and they celebrated. That would be hypocritical, surely. Utterly, utterly. But, you know, um, <laughs> enough about them. Enough about them. We'll we'll see when we score our yeah. 91st minute winner, uh, the Amex. Um, Dunk, let's not Dunk's jinx it too much. Goal of the night. Oh. <laughs> Dunk's fifth goal. Of the, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go for a Lewis Dunk 5 0 masterclass. He's going to be everywhere. We'll take it. Yeah, they we'll only field Dunk. No one else out there. He's going to go for Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. Um, but yeah, uh, lots, lots coming up. Um, we did tweet today uh, if you want to be part of uh, a little fa- fan project we've got going on. Um, it's going to be really cool hopefully uh once i've put it all together um dm us on albion obsessed it's just below curtis now so i've changed the location know, it's down there up. now no, yeah there. there you go curtis is scared by it. Um, <laughs> yeah, give us a uh a dm and we'll send you some more details um if you want to be involved please do so it'll be great to hear from you um if not no problems um, and we will see you next time for sure so up the Albion stay safe um, and yeah one word on the Everton game Tom go it's going to be cold that was more than one word shit cold <laughs> <laughs> yeah to make, it, to make it to make it worse Joe actually said one word about the Everton game yes he yeah, did nice <laughs> oh, so, oh my god let's, went, it's gonna let's be try cold. that again Tom one word about the Everton game Argentinian. Aaron? Messi. Curtis? I've got two. Go on. Let's go! <laughs> I, I'm not going to give Stop. a word after that. that we'll, we'll, we'll take it. Aaron, Aaron, right. Let, let's do it in three, two, one. Ready, guys? Three, two, one. Let's go! Let's go! Alright, cool. Well, Thanks. take care, guys. Up the Albion, and we'll see you next see time. Bye-bye.